I'm Emma Louise Coffey and you're welcome to The Dairy Edge, the Chagas Dairy Podcast. We're bringing you the latest information, insights and opinion to improve dairy farm performance. We regularly touch base with Aidan Lawless of the Johnstown Castle Herd, looking at the performance and key management decisions of the research herd. On this week's episode, we spoke to Aidan about the production, lessons learned from 2018 and the current grazing conditions. And firstly, Aidan explained the current performance of the autumn calvers. Autumn cows at the moment, um, well, they've had a very good winter overall, I suppose, really, because um, we would have got the cows out there on the about the 10th, 10th or 11th of January this year. And I suppose for the most part, we've had grass in the dives most days since um Maybe uh, maybe only four or five kilos of grass at times, but uh, we had a very exceptionally good January and, and February. Now the last couple of weeks have become a bit trickier weather-wise, but um, with the with the autumn calving herd, we have a huge demand when we go out. So we're um, really sort of it's like uh, sort of cycling down a hill. We have to the brakes on the whole time, and so we can them off graze through as much grass as we want, but. Um, we're just sort of, uh, we probably went slightly ahead there in the, up towards the middle of February. We would have had probably maybe 35% graze sort of ahead of the target, really. And we sort of held them back a little bit. But we're just back. We need to, we, we're back around 60, 65% graze at the moment. So we need to be, we need to be there like at this stage because we have a good bit of graze early. And when you mention you got out, say, the 10th, 11th of January, how does that compare to, say, the normal year? Oh, well, we we'd be quite happy. Our target would be to sort of our target turnout date really is the first of February. Um, every year it's just that the the winter had been good. There was a good portion of grass, and we were fairly confident that the, uh, we thought we were expecting like we we make hay while the sun shines because we didn't know what maybe like last year we could be back in in February or March, and we didn't have an awful lot of winter forage there either. So we just we said we 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 were ready to go when when the conditions allowed, and we were fully expecting. We've no problem coming back in for two or three weeks. They're on a winter diet anyway, and the housing is there. So just they were there to utilise grass when it was there. So and normally, like at 1st of February, I'd say I'm always yeah, for, for, for turnout. Yeah. And then, you know, looking back at the winter, you know, you were saying that, you know, winter fodder um, in 2018 wasn't in massive supply. But um, what sort of diet were they on when they were housed, you know, as, as milking cows? Yeah, well, like we, we had to prioritise. We, we had enough... Um, uh, silage we, we made a good bit of silage towards the, the back end on the autumn herd we, we were lucky enough there last summer that we got rain that a lot less didn't get towards the end of july so we made a lot of our demand coming into the back end on that 100 autumn cabin herd would have been low and we, we made a good bit of our silage back on towards the back end of the year so their their, their diet we and and we did have a maize contract growing as well so we got our full complement of maize and maize would make up probably a third to 40 percent of their their winter diet and forage anyway so the diet was sort of we were able to maintain the diet much the same as normal other years on the autumn cabin herd um so it would be on a sort of a two to one grass silage versus maize silage getting about um during the during the winter period so they would have been getting i think about um about nine ten kilos of grass silage and then five kilos of maize and then uh, a blend balancer blend and then six kilos of concentrate in the parlor so bringing it up to about 21 kilos did the silage quality deteriorate last year or or was it fairly standard to what you you'd um, normally have on the farm we were a little bit disappointed to be honest with the first cut like uh, i tested um we, we came in about 73 or something like we'd normally be targeting sort of 75 how do we get there between 72 and 73 dmd 
Um, our, but our second cup was actually as good, or it was very similar, and and the surplus bales that we made later in the year were very good quality as well because it hadn't grown that well. But we were lucky in that we just had a window there where uh, we we got the first cut silage grey cut there early enough. That's why we were a bit surprised. Some of it because of the just going back to last spring because of we we were in housed and under snow for a long time we didn't even get to graze some of the the the, gray, the, the ground for first cut um before first cut we didn't get to graze it so uh maybe that's why we, the quality wasn't quite as good but we caught it there i think about the 18th of may or something so we were lucky enough that we had actually grass coming back before the drought really hit us there in the middle of june so the, the quality it was is a little bit back but didn't really seem to impact on the performance there during the winter so and then if we look at current performance for the autumn calvers what sort of milk are they doing at the moment yeah they're back um they were, over the winter they would have been probably sitting around 27 28 liters and and sort of doing 2.25 2.3 kilos of solids they're back now drop back a little bit because we've dropped uh we've dropped the concentrate a little bit and they're just probably you know, they're, they're coming into, they're probably 150, 160 days in lactation now, but they're doing about 26 litres, um, 2.1 kilos of solids. And what sort of peak did they hit this year, Aidan? About 29, 30 litres. We, we, we try, with the autumn herd generally, we try not to, to, to get a massive peak, but we try to keep the uh, sort of a top flat line really like so, and definitely probably helping our solids over the last month or two have been running maybe solids percentage wise. We, we were a bit, and even our milk solids are, are up a bit on, on normal years. I'd say getting that grass into the diet there, the good quality grass in January and February probably helped lift it a little bit. Like we're probably running 0.1, 0 0.2% of milk solids up up, up, up on, on previous years. Good stuff. And then if we look at the breeding season, Aidan, it's pretty much over at this stage, I would imagine. How has it gone for you? Yeah, the, the breeding season is, is is well over with the um with, with the at this stage. Yeah, we're sort of bulls came out there. I think about the third or fourth of March or something. So we had 11, 11 and a half, 12 week breeding season. We haven't done any scan yet. Uh, we the the return rate. We'd be very happy with the return rate. Hopefully, if they're in calf, like we I, we're probably looking at maybe a conception first service, maybe around 65 percent, which would be higher than what we would normally achieve. Now, there's probably hopefully there's not too not too many surprises in there. Activity since bulls come out, right? And we, we don't see too many bulls in right either, so we'd be hopeful. But they they went well, like the the cows were in good condition. Even I suppose a throwback from last year that they never they never suffered. Maybe we suffered trying to get forage and all forage, but they 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 had a good year really and a good back end. And you know they they were never short really of feeding, so they were in good condition. And the sort of the breeding season seemed to go go well enough for us. Um, and you mentioned you um, pulled out the bulls, Aidan. So you're doing a mix of AI and bulls with the autumn calvers. Um, what what sort of a system do you use in terms of weeks AI? Uh, we've we've sort of uh, about six weeks AI, and then the five six weeks with the the, the just just the sweeper bulls to to, to to mop up. We we haven't used any sex semen or anything to, to date on that herd because I suppose up until now our, our conception rates were probably. We were just were maybe a little bit worried that our conception rates weren't hectic anyway in the first place. But um, this last couple of years, they seem to have improved a bit. But we're we're generating plenty of replacements, and the, the herd is fairly um, any of the herd are fairly consistent. That um, we can breed for replacements for most of the cows. They're fairly of similar uh, ability most of them. So we're we're happy enough like that. We're we're breeding and we're getting generating more than enough. Like we have. Um, I think we've about 35, 40 replacements there again. We were only running a herd of sort of 90 autumn calvers at the moment. So we have surplus probably replacements coming down the line for next year there again. So 
And then um, I suppose my final question in in relation to the autumn carvers would be, say, you know, you're using AI and you said that, you know, you're generating good replacements. And I suppose the the cow, I'd say, in terms of the dam and, and also the, the bull selection would contribute to that. And what sort of, um, I suppose, traits are you looking for when you're selecting AI bulls for the autumn carvers? And then I guess a follow on question, are they different to what you'd select use for the spring carvers? Yeah, well, I suppose the traits um, are like sort of high production and high fertility. I suppose is, is really what we're looking for. We're, we're um, maybe to answer your second question first, we're, we're, we're not really looking for anything different than what we would look for a, a good production spring herd. I suppose maybe the only slight thing we would be looking, we'd be looking for maybe 100 plus kilos where on the bulls we're using sort of between 100 and 200 kilos of milk production. We, we do want to keep the volume up like we'd be targeting sort of a, a yield our cow is sort of a seven seven and a half thousand litres so we, we just want to be conscious of that a little bit but we're very focused on like our, our 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 big part of our check is still coming from our milk solids so um we're targeting like i think the weighted average of the bulls that we use there on the autumn herd this year were about 32 kilos of milk solids um and somewhere overall ebi was about 290 so it balanced a bit sort of 100 for milk and then about 120 for fertility um, our maintenance figure, the cow that we have, is probably that bit bigger, maybe even our our spring herd, maybe than than the, than maybe a lot of spring herds, our autumn herds at the moment. Like they're we're probably around the maintenance figure around zero or something, which is coming in a mature herd average of maybe around six hundred kilos or something. So they're not a massive cow, but they're they're good sized, good sized cow enough. And um, and on the maintenance figure, are you looking to reduce that in the future? Or are you happy with the? say the the zero for maintenance well to be honest the selection that i've been doing for the last couple of years that's sort of a that's what the figure we end up with when we uh, my my key criteria is sort of fertility like sort of uh, over 100 for fertility sort of um uh, and as much as high as possible milk solids um in both in percentage and and volume terms and sort of after that then that's the maintenance figure i've ended up with i haven't we haven't we haven't looked at a bull from a maintenance point of view that's just sort of the bull we end up with when we put in the rest of the criteria really so and and i suppose then if if we move on then to look at the spring calvers aiden how has the calving gone so far this year uh the calving's gone well we started off we had a, a couple of um Stillbirths uh, very early on, and now our, our spring herd is small in terms of in, in numbers wise. Like we only have about uh, 60, 67, 68 cows in, in total to calve because of the the autumn herd. It's the it's the, the autumn herd is the, the the primary focus here. So we just have a smaller spring herd, but it's gone very well. Um, after that, with no issues, uh, very just gone very smoothly. Really, we've um, the cows have been calving down and um, going to grass when when they can and. Um, uh, just sort of we have at this stage I think we've um, we've about 90% calved like we've seven cows left calved there are of them so there's four or five of them close enough and then there's one or two stragglers in it so we'd be happy enough in terms of the, the calves are we've probably less heifers than we wanted in that hair, but that could balance out over time uh, I suppose anyway so we're finished now with the, the freezing replacements anyway like it's just going back again similar to the autumn we have the, the sweeper bulls coming on stream now any of the calves are calving it from, from here on in like so yeah. Is there any reason, Aidan, that you can um, relate the stillbirths to? No, but then like there was only two out of like, so it's just that we got the two of them together, I think. So <laughs> it's just a bad start early on. 
not that we uh, not, not not that anything that we've they didn't they were fully determined on now maybe one of them was just maybe cabin too long or something we're not sure it's nothing like it was just we were maybe worried starting off and we had to do it but we hadn't had lost anything since so it was just one of those things maybe so, and, yeah. and and you mentioned that say the, the cows that February was a great um, grazing month and things are a little bit more difficult now I suppose right now what sort of diet are the cows on um Right now, that could change daily at the moment. The, the one thing at the moment, I think, similar with a lot of farmers is that we're, we're, we have to be flexible, really. Like our, I, my one criteria, we do have enough housing space and we do have enough feed at the moment. We fed a good lot of straw for the, the spring herd. We were more tight in forage for the spring herd. So for the dry period, we spread, fed a lot of straw and also we do still have silage. So our number one priority at the moment is not to do damage to any of the swords, um, any of the paddocks. So we're doing a good bit of on-off grazing. If it's very wet during the day and it's raining a lot, around, they might not go out at all during the day and maybe get a graze bout in the evening or uh, the boss days, two grazing bouts. We haven't really, only for a week earlier in February, we haven't gone out day and night full time. So they're, getting, they're still getting probably 90% of their, their daily grass sort of on most good days, but it, it, it can change. So, Typically, say, we're probably 10, 11 kilos of grass. There's two or three kilos of silage going in because even with the grazing bout, we're finishing milking here around before five o'clock. So we're bringing in the cows eight, nine o'clock in the, the night. And it's just, I wouldn't, I think it's a bit too long maybe to leave them without any silage there until the morning. So they will be getting a couple of kilos of silage, but it'll be well gone there probably early morning time. So they'll be going out with a bite and an appetite and then, if it's dodgy conditions, we might haul them in the yard till 10 o'clock and leave them out then until milking time at three again or we're a bit of flexibility that way. Um, but for for the most part, we're still we're still able to, it's just a little bit trickier with pots and paddocks and stuff, but we're able to get grass into the diet on, on most days anyway with them. Um, similar to the autumn ones, I suppose, really. And I guess milk production from the spring calvers, Aidan, what are you achieving at the moment? Yeah, it, they're only really settling down now at the moment. So I suppose we're, I think they're about 27 litres at the um, sort of, they're about 2.2, 2.1 kilos of solids. Um, just, they're, like I said, they're up and down and settling down a bit at the moment. Um, so hopefully the, maybe the, the solids potentially lift a bit in the milk yield. They should, uh, we didn't start calving there until the, the first week of February. So like there, there should be sort of, we'd have had a good portion calved there by the 20th of February. So within the next week or two, there should be really a lot of hidden sort of peak production. And hopefully if we can guess um, whether I think to settle down a bit next week again, that we get out and we have a good grass on the, on the spring herd there as well, that we could go out full time when the weather does settle down a bit anyway. Yeah. And I suppose if we cast our mind back then, Aidan, to uh, 2018 and, and if we look at the overall performance of that spring calving herd, um, like I, I know that a lot of farmers would say due to feeding a higher level of concentrate, milk solids was up. Would you have seen that with your spring calvers? Um, possibly, but our, we would have been we were probably a bit disappointed like that. I think we came in around 520 kilos of milk solids on, on the spring herd. Which, with the, given the level uh, meal feeding, I think we fed about 1.3 tons a meal, which maybe wasn't excessive given the year we had, but um, it's a lot more than what we would have budgeted for. All right, but uh, we we would I, I, we we had a bad start with the, the, the probably more so than even a lot of areas like that. We were we were tight enough on silage. We had to feed it in some second cut silage to spring milking cows last year. We had. Um, 
I, I can remember back to say May, middle tenth of May last year, we had to cut house house because of the weather and everything. And within about three weeks, then we were nearly running into a drought situation. So we had a very bad spring last year, and I think it hit our milk solids percentages early in the year. And I don't know whether we really got back up to where where we'd like to be. So like, sir, we we'd be hopeful maybe this year that we we go a little bit better. We would have been a bit disappointed with the. The, the solids percentages really um I off the top of my head now we we're probably around four forty five and, and three fifty nine, three sixty or something. Then uh, and then like I said, overall production five twenty kilos of uh, milk solids at about six and a half thousand litres, so somewhere around there. So yeah. And I suppose finally, Aidan, in light of I suppose the difficult uh, year in twenty eighteen and you've alluded to uh, some of the effects it's had on I suppose the autumn and spring um that you've had is there anything that you've changed in Johnstown Castle in terms of management practices going forward for 2019? Uh, well, not a lot. We, we, like we would have been, um, well, we are actually changing around our, our, our spring calving trials, but we haven't, that's only really in the process sort of at the moment. So I won't go into detail maybe this time about that. But um, I suppose the only thing, like we were always conscious that we would have been because of different, groups and all we would have been trying to carry a, 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 a surplus of silage through anyway just that we would ha- have the flexibility now with the way sort of the the long winter and the drought that was tested this year but we didn't we didn't ever run out of silage um we were we were we were tight but we didn't we didn't not we were we weren't caught that way so that was that was a big help to us last year and we'd be conscious of that again but like we we have a fair handle on on measuring grass over the last few years of what the capacity of the, the farm to grow the grass is. So like our stocking rate would be happy sort of overall stocking rate sort of on the grazing platform around two point seven or something. And of a normal year we can grow so comfortably grow the grass and that. But like just to make sure we have a buffer. And one thing that we have to do this year is to, to try re- rebuild that buffer a little bit. So just um maybe be conscious, maybe moving off some of the, say, any of the, the cold cows maybe a little bit earlier, just trying to make back the surplus. We'll see what way the, the year goes. Um, and um, just uh, maybe any sort of surplus replacements and stuff like that, that if we if we don't need them, we mightn't hang on to them quite as long as we normally would, just to, to try to build, build that bank of silage back a little bit. So at the moment, that's the plan, I think. So. I think that's a great note to finish on, Aidan, and, and a good bit of uh, good advice for a lot of farmers you know, who are also building their buffer in 2019. Um, I think we've got a great insight into what's happening in Johnstown Castle at the moment and we'll catch up with you again during the summer, Aidan. Thank you. No problem. Yeah, thanks very much, Emily. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode of the Dairy Edge podcast. And my thanks to Aidan Lawless for joining me on this week's show. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. And for more information, go to the Chagas website at chagas.ie. I'm Emma-Louise Coffey and join me next time for your Dairy Edge.